Love gospel music, Christian hip hop, rhythm and praise. Then Funk Nation Radio is the way to go all day. Hey, you're listening to Jacinth Headlam, and I'm here on Faith and Fashion 360 with Brianna Ofosu. Every time I Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a drill. It's the B.O.B. Bounce. And it's about to get real. Let's go. It's about to get real. Let's go. It's about to get real. It's about to get. It's about to get real. All my best people. Report to the dance floor. All my best people. Report to the dance floor. All my best people. Report to the dance floor. I don't know it. What you about to learn? All my best people. Report to the dance floor. All my best people. Report to the dance floor. All my best people. Report to the dance floor. Step, 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 step up. Backstand still, matter of fact, shout. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Step up. Backstand still, matter of fact, shout. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Turn it out to the right, uh huh. Clap, clap, step up and watch God. Step back and watch God. Turn it out to the left, uh huh. Clap, clap. It's a new direction with a brand new blessing. Step up. Backstand still, matter of fact, shout. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Step up. Stand still, matter of fact, show. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Turn it out to the right, uh huh. Clap, clap, step up and watch God. Step back and watch God. Turn it out to the left, uh huh. Clap, clap, it's a new direction with a brand new blessing. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Step up and watch God. Step back and watch God. Step, 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 step up. Backstand still, matter of fact. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Step up. Backstand still, matter of fact. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Turn it out to the right, uh huh. Clap, clap, step up and watch God. Step back and watch God. Turn it out to the left, uh huh. Clap, clap. It's a new direction with a brand new blessing. Just look at me. Just look at me. Just look at me, don't hate, take it up with God, he did it Just look at me, just look at me Just look at me, don't hate, take it up with God, he did it Just look at me, just look at me Just look at me, don't hate, take it up with God, he did it Just look at me, just look at me just look at me, don't hate, take it up with God, he did it. Just look at me, just look at me, just look at me, don't hate, take it up with God, he did it. Just look at me, just look at me, just look at me, don't hate, take it up with God, he did it. Just look at me, just look at me. Just look at me, don't hate, take it up with God, he did it. Just look at me, just look at me, just look at me. Humble is the way, stay low. The lower you get, the more God's gonna bless you. The lower you get, the more God's gonna bless you. The lower you get, the more God's gonna bless you. Praises go up, the blessings come back down. The lower you get, the more God's gonna bless you. The lower you get, the more God's gonna bless you. The lower you get, the more God's gonna bless you. 
step, 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 step up. Backstand still, matter of fact. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Step up. Backstand still, matter of fact. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Turn it out to the right, uh-huh. Clap, clap, step up and watch God. Step back and watch God. Turn it out to the left, uh-huh. Clap, clap, it's a new direction with a brand new blessing. Step up. Backstand still, matter of fact. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Step up. Backstand still, matter of fact. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Turn it out to the right, uh-huh. Clap, clap, step up and watch God. Step back and watch God. Turn it out to the left, uh-huh. Clap, clap, it's a new direction with a brand new blessing. Up, backstand still, matter of fact. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Up, backstand still, matter of fact. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Turn it out to the right, uh-huh. Clap, clap, step up and watch God. Step back and watch God. Turn it out to the left, uh-huh.
about Jesus, what he's done for me, when I think about Jesus, how he set me free, I just turn up, turn up, turn up, I can't help it, I can't help it, I can't help it, I can't help it, all this stuff I done dealt with, I can't help it, I can't help it, all this stuff I done dealt with.
but I'm still stepping. No, the kingdom of God, I'm still rapping. Holy Spirit on the inside of me, and He's still helping. Yeah, I'ma do this till I drop. Alberti, also known as the marketing midwife, you are listening to Faith and Fashion 360 only on FunkNationRadio.com. I will hear the voice of the Holy Spirit within. I will lead and not follow. I will create and not destroy. I am a force for good. I defy the odds. I set new standards. I am a leader. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am the lender and not the borrower. I am loved by God. I am chosen by God. I am protected by God. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against me in judgment shall be condemned. I am a champion. I will win. It's my season. It's my season. It's my season.
All right, all right. Happy Sunday, everybody, and welcome back to Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. So you guys know here at Faith and Fashion 360 that I like to be well in our faith, in our fashion, as well as in our mental health. Um, So I talk a lot here about mental health subjects, self-care is not selfish, all of that good stuff. And I have a guest here tonight, my sister, Shatea Baker, who is an expert in her field. And she is going to tell you why within the next couple of segments. Um, so Shatea Baker is a licensed clinical social worker. And for anybody who doesn't know, that is a buttload of hours um, that is only for the strongest of us because I stopped at MSW. Um, so Shatea has more than 15 years of experience in social work and has supervised numerous social work students. She is also a licensed clinician, social worker, and clinical therapist in the state of California. Moreover, in her role as a therapist, she has counseled individuals, couples, and families. Shatea is also a published author of a chapter in Life Lessons, My Choice to Live, where she shared her experience as a mental health consumer. A proud veteran of the United States Air Force, Shatea traveled across the United States into Okinawa, Japan during her time in the military. When she's not providing therapy, she can be found doing fun activities with her children or watching her favorite television shows. Shatea recently wrote a book for teenage girls and young women that I need to, I need to get that, um, that will help them discover their identity called Just As I Am. Her areas of expertise are managing depression and anxiety symptoms, reducing anger, dealing with grief and loss. She is a licensed therapist, published author, public speaker, and she does one-on-one and group sessions. Welcome, Shatea Baker, to Faith and Fashion 360. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much. It's so exciting.
I sure would love to hear Tamala. You're the lifter. Just stay right there. I'm going to get y'all signals. Just watch me. You're the lifter. Stay right there. I know you just came through some stuff. And you look really good right now. You don't look like what you've been through. Would you sing to us uh, how he brought you out of that place for you to be looking like that? You're listening to Funk Nation Radio, WTFS-DB, in Freemansburg, Pennsylvania, and Hempstead, New York. So I met Shatea at the Black Entrepreneur Homecoming Experience. 
And truth be told, um, we were having such a great time that I didn't get the chance to interview many of my sisters at all because we were really just in the room, in the experience. We were barely on social media. We were barely recording, taking pictures and stuff like that because it was just something that you absolutely had to be there for. Um, So we met there and I'm so happy to have met her and so many other Black Pretty and Paid sisters in person finally because we we've known and connected with one another online but it was nice to to finally be in proximity with each other um how was how was beho for you shatea <laughs> you know there was more yeah. moments of, what kind of conference is this you know we had laughter we had tears we had worship yeah you know yeah. And, and it's like uh god god came present in the room like are you serious like yes. what <laughs> you know? he was in it was all just, up and through it ma- prayer was in the room you know and, and then it's like I, I mean the food was good the fellowship was good the Fantastic. information was out Ooh. of this world out of and it was this just world. it was um, it was amazing I was so I'm so glad that I went yeah and you know just the sisterhood that came from that I mean I have never been surrounded outside of church mm-hmm. I haven't been surrounded with black women that just say hey you shine. I see you shine and keep shining. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just, it's something that I haven't experienced before. Yeah. And I'm really, so glad to have, you know, that in my life. Absolutely. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, it was, it was surely a different experience. I could say for me, um, for, co- you know, coming out there completely alone, um, you know, mm. not 100% knowing what to expect and really just getting right. so much love and knowledge. And mm-hmm. I, again, it was something you just really had to be there for. And, and Shatea brought along her sister. She brought along her sister because she just knew, like she knew it was something that we needed to be in the room for. So um, again, I'm so happy to have met you. It, it was just fantastic. And your gorgeous, gorgeous sister, you guys are just beautiful all the way over there in California. Um, so tell us a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us a little bit about um, your your journey, just your journey in your field of expertise, which is, you know, doing mental health, um, clinician work. Um, so thank, it's been a journey. I can say that. <laughs> Start at the and beginning and end at the end. It has not been without struggle. I'll, I'll start there. Um, because what I, what I have found is that anything that, you know, you're going to make a difference in people's lives. You know, there's a whole lot of people um, and there's a whole lot of spiritual things that will come against you. And so it has been just riddled with struggle, literally. Um, And so I started out with, you know, my associate's degree. I've worked full-time throughout all of my career, educational career. Um, And so it took me nine years to get through, you know, no education to grad school um, and then doing the the licensure after that. And so, you know, I have my AA in human services. Um, I did an internship uh, there. Uh, Then I went to my bachelor's and my master's are both of them are in social work. And so my bachelor's, I did an internship at a women's shelter 
um, I was working at Department of Education here in California as an office technician, which was great because I was sitting, you know, I was able to kind of split my time whenever I didn't have any tasks. I was able to, you know, do my homework, um, read my books. You know, I was everywhere they put me. At one time I was in the file room and the only time people came in there was to get a file. And I was like, yeah, top left corner. So you took it, look it, look, you used that opportunity to, to get what you needed to get. You were still there. Right. Oh, come on now. Or, I mean, yeah. and, and so I would, you know, I would tell them, you know, top right, third shelf, and they would get their file and they would leave and I would get back to my studies, you know, and there was times even in that position um, that I would come to work, be there for 30 minutes, run down the street, catch the bus, um, go to school, um, come back to work finish out my eight hours there and then, you know, maybe pick up my daughter and my, in undergrad, I think I was pregnant. And so I would go to school, you know, take a nap in the, the SUV in the back of the SUV and then go to class. So then I took the eight months off to have my daughter. That was, you know, the last year of, of my bachelor's. And then I continued, took the eight months off the daycare lady would take her home. Now look at God. <laughs> they didn't have any kids, but they wow. wanted kids. Yeah. And so they would take this nice couple, uh, Hispanic woman, white man. They would take my baby um, home with them, which was down the street from the daycare. And I would go from work to school straight. Look at the grace and, of God, man. Look man. at the grace <laughs> of God. That is unheard. Man. You know what I mean? Like that's unheard of. That's not something right. that, that the daycares now would do. You know what I mean? And he will definitely, he's going to provide, especially if your heart, because your heart was there, your heart wanted to do that work. Your heart was ready to right. serve that purpose. So he was making right. a way everywhere Every- you turn, the grace of God yes. was on that assignment. Right. I love it. It was amazing. And so at the homeless shelter, and I love the homeless shelter, um, getting housing for someone was like my A, you know, A plus for my semester. And so I was able to get housing for people who had been in the shelter. I was able to talk with teens and moms who were fighting, you know, they're homeless and they're struggling with life and where they find themselves at and, you know, running after kids who didn't want to be in the shelter. And um, that was that was an interesting, interesting um, time for them and for me. And so um, they actually hired me after graduation. The clients had no yes. idea the intern. Right, so right, right. They had no idea. And I'm like, oh, OK, well, now um, I'm not. <laughs> and so I was able to work there while I was working at Department of Education. I don't even know how I did this. <laughs> And so segueing from there, I went straight through to grad school. And, you know, that's when they started taking her, uh, my daughter at the time, uh, to their home, pick, and I would go to school. And thank God grad school was just at night. It wasn't during the day. So I had a little bit of a reprieve from that. And so fast forward, I think my daughter was five when I graduated from grad school, um, but I'm telling you, the struggle was real because there was a time when I would take her to daycare without a diaper because oh, I was just like trying to get you were just, school yeah. back. <laughs> trying to get you were just trying to, back. you were trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> the struggle was real. And right. I was, you know, I was, I was newly married. And so I would try to get the diaper bag and the school bag and get to work on time and get her to daycare. And, 
you know, he was not from this country. And so, you know, it was very much in traditional roles. And so I had to do what I had to do to make it happen. Do it all. Yeah. Happy do it all. And And you did it. And you did it. I mean, mean, yeah. Yeah. Somehow, some way. Right. It's great. By the grace of God. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Listen, I love it. And and if that doesn't tell you guys, what is is going to continue to come i definitely want to continue with you should when we come back talk a little bit more about your journey to you know to a clinician um some of the folks that you've worked with um and ministered to inside your office as well as outside of your office so we're here at faith and fashion 360 get into some music and we'll be right back yeah stop me stop me stop me once upon a time, the people pleaser and me would hold back. So God said this message is much bigger than rap. It's been happening for years, we've seen it across the map. The boomerang flow, me and Tom just brought it back. Preaching at people with no love. Stay looking at sinners with cold shrugs. The like-minded get met with warm hugs. Welcome to the circus, it's all good on the surface. If you don't agree, then throw a stone. All our house is made out of glass, I'm going home thinking... Who's who is the attack of the clones? I'm at the final table when cards is being shown. Uh, gotta keep my hands folded. Throw the deuces in, I can't hold them. School's out, we tired of being scolded. We know the rules, just hate the way that you told them. Stop me, stop me, oh, somebody stop me. Stop me, stop me, please, somebody stop me. Stop me, stop me, oh, somebody stop me. And Lord, if I'm doing it wrong, then please stop me. No, slowing things down, no concussion, bro And I already know I'm not untouchable Just trying to give them less Cosby, more hugs to both Samsung, the change is gonna come Watching on my cell, they beating the same drum Overcrowded cells and chains, they can't run It's 50 years later, where the change coming from? God said, love your neighbor like you love yourself But when a man wants a man, then he's on the shelf She say she feel like a man and just wants some help I guess it's easier to love him when there's someone else So I apologize for the call to skies We've been wearing without solving this all inside We don't need no harm, we here to harmonize Sound the alarm, it's time to cross the line Stop me, stop me, oh somebody stop me Stop me, stop me, please somebody stop me Stop me, stop me Oh, somebody stop me And Lord, if I'm doing it wrong Then please stop me Stop me Stop me Stop me And Lord, if I'm doing it wrong Then please stop me I think it's time for me to turn the mirror around I don't like what I see I'm double blinking now Visine, I mean, it's getting clearer now The devil keeps talking Should I hear him out? I'm fighting to believe I'm free Neo sparring with Morpheus, look where I bleed Things like a bee, I ain't there, I leap People funnel the cake, the only fair I see uh, One for the money, two for the show I do it for free if my grass will still grow If I don't do it for greed, then who do I do it for? I'm wrestling like Jacob, wondering what I'm made of Every day that I wake up, I'm feeling less cushion The logo's a button, I've been wanting you to push it Standing at the edge, staring at the ground Trying to keep my focus, it's a long way down So stop me, stop 
me, oh, somebody stop me, stop me, stop me, please, somebody stop me, stop me, stop me, oh, somebody stop me, and Lord, if I'm doing it wrong, then please stop me, Lord, if I'm doing it wrong, then please stop me. They'll call it a mystery, but we're gonna call it victory. We'll be writing history, it's gonna be victory. There'll be signs on top of signs, just so you know that history. It's saying victory. And you're tuned into Faith and Fashion 360 only on Funk Nation Radio. All right, all right. We're back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. So if you're just joining me, I am not here alone. I am here with Miss Shatea Baker, who is bringing me through. Listen, um, I listen to your story, Shatea, and I think of... 
you know, like you watch the BET movies or you watch like the Tyler <laughs> Perry movies and you're like, wow, she is pushing through. She is running after the bus. She is <laughs> like getting to the daycare. Like it really did. It reminded me of that <laughs> persistence, like that resilience that you unfortunately don't see um, a whole lot of anymore. So, you yeah. know, talking to you and really hearing that story is just kind of a reminder of what our mothers and aunts and things did to really make a way and now look at you now look at you I mean um your spirit just just if I can just affirm you your spirit is just such a calming presence it's just one that you know really allows for a peace and allows for an order if that makes sense I don't know if anybody's ever said that to you but I just want to I just want to tell you whatever you're working on (laughs) whatever you're doing and whatever your prayer is it is working it is absolutely working. Uh, you know, at, this is, I, I was telling a client the other day, I said, it's interesting for the people who do struggle with anxiety. Like a lot of times the work is making sure that nobody knows. And wow. so a lot of times wow. on the outside, you're calm, but on the yeah. inside, like you're everywhere under mm-hmm. the sun. Okay. And yeah. so it is an interesting dichotomy to kind of sit in and kind of, you know, sit back in the pocket and kind of observe. And, right. um, but it is, and it's, it's just, um, you know, one of my clients was like, how do you do it? And I said, it's a gift. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's, not him, without, it's not without my, my own struggles though. I like, I, you know, like you read in my bio, I've had, I've been a mental health consumer, right. you know, I some of my clients I've been in the padded cell you know, I've been mm. under every medication under the sun. I've been okay. diagnosed with everything under the sun. And so right. when I talk with people, they feel my passion. They feel yeah. my compassion. Because you look, because guess what? You, you got, been you, you've been through the test. You've been, been through there. the test and now you're the testimony. It's like, you know, sometimes right. you only are able to minister to people if you've like truly you've yeah. been down in those trenches as well. So tell me a little bit about that journey as much yeah. as you're comfortable with. Um, tell me about what kind of brought you from consumer to now, you know, clinician. Yeah. You know, it was a, it was an interesting place to be. And I only knew that it was anxiety because my pastor who had never been, it, this was in the military um, when I was in, in Okinawa. Um, she had never been to my room but something must have told her that I needed her at the moment. She was actually a co-pastor with, um, and this is uh, Apostle uh, Thomas and Phyllis Terry. And so uh, they were co-pastors at the time in that um, small little island. And she brought another minister with her. And afterwards, she was able to tell me that she felt the anxiety in the room. And so they took me out of the room, brought clarity and uh, a sense of peace um, because I was rambling, I was having a moment. At the time, I had been working 13 days straight for 12-hour shifts. Um, in the military, they call they call those types of um, stints um, exercises. So it's meant to prepare you for war. Um, and Lord. then they get you sounds work like sounds like war. It definitely. It is. Oh my it is. Um, and so you have like these wartime stimulations. I was clerical, and so. You know, you're out 7 p.m. Often it, it look if you look at the sky, 7 p.m. looks like 7 a.m. And so right. I went from working in the daytime to working 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. And at the time I was also fasting because it was right before Easter. Wow. Um, oh, girl, it, you were right. The, com- the combination. Right. And so I went back to day shift. It was the day after April Fool's Day. 
And so I thought, and I had had some interesting behavior, bizarre behavior before that leading back into going back to the day shift. And so when I went back, um, someone asked me, I had only been in the military for maybe not even two years, I think. Mm -hmm. And so a man, a, a sergeant came in and asked me for an executive letter. And I didn't even know what it was. Uh, because I had came into the military with two stripes as a result of being in ROTC. And so normally, okay. so when I got to Japan, I had three. Um, and they, most of the time, you know, people have been in for six to eight years. I had been in for less than two. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so as a perfectionist at the time, it was like, you're asking me for something I don't know how to do. And that made me cry. And so wow. that was the jump. And so the, the supervisor uh, had a good supervisor at the time. Um, she said, go ahead, go on home. I had my moment and that's when everything started. Mm -hmm. And so pastor took me out, um, drove, you know, we went to different places. It was a sur very surreal experience. And I, and I'll never forget it because it was almost like, like I remember it, but I wasn't, it was almost you weren't like there, being, like you, like yeah. outside of your body almost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was like being in the spirit. And so mm. uh, the, I went to somebody's house and we're in Okinawa. So they have a lot of ancestral worship there. Okay. And so uh, I went to someone's house with the minister and the dog is barking at me. And I'm like, well, the dog shut up. You know? mm -hmm. Right, <laughs> right, I, right. They, they called the, the secretary of the commander happened to be a member of our church. And so she must have called the minister and the minister said, they're, they're saying that you're AWOL. We got to take you back. So they take me back and they're like, we got to get you something to eat. I was, a, uh, I was very zealous. I was new yeah. to faith and I was like, I don't want to eat. They're like, you have to eat. And so I don't, I don't remember eating. And so they took me back and apparently I was prophesying to the uh, young lady because she went ballistic and I'm mm -hmm. like, why, why, why this is not the time, you know, this right, is not the time. Right. And, and the commander is right there. And so then they take me to the first sergeant's office and when you're in the first sergeant's office, you're in trouble. Right, and right. It triggered me to being in the principal's office as a child. Yeah. Uh, oh, and because I, I, I had some, I had some challenges, you know, um, being adopted, you know, by my mom's husband, not wanting to be adopted. Okay. You know, so it yeah. Triggered me to times when I would get in trouble um, at school. I was always in trouble. Um, and so I just was quiet by saying nothing. You can't hold nothing against me. And so from that experience, apparently they decided to take me to the mental ward and the mental ward exit to the hospital was the exit right before my pastor's house. So I'm thinking my pastor brought me here. Y'all taking me back to her. Right. No, right. We go turn down this street and we go lock your butt up. And so mm. the supervisor was there the whole time. And then they, they take my vitals, they do all that stuff, walk me down this hall, and then they lock me up. And I was like, okay, um, how do I explain this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what is this? You know, and I remember going through that, that day and, and just, I felt like they were playing a joke on me and I was just playing along. That's what I thought. And so there was definitely some, some cognition cognition, you know, impairments going on, um, at the time, but once you get locked up and the music stops, you're like, what is this? This is real. Now. <laughs> this, this is real. This, this is, is real. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and it was like, okay, um, all right, I'm gonna sit here. Um, and then, then it was, it was like, okay, somebody gonna talk to me. Uh, no, you know, go ahead and sit down and the beds are over there. I ain't sleeping here. Y'all crazy. Right. And right. so that whole experience, you know, my, my, they, they woke me up, giving me psychotropic medication. And that's when it started. I remember taking the medication, but I don't remember anything after that. Wow. It was deep. Yeah. And so my pastors came. I remember people coming to visit me, um, bringing me my Bible, bringing me um, ceramic angels. And my pastor said, don't let them send you off this island. But I couldn't, I couldn't sit still. I couldn't write. I couldn't do anything. Right. Um, Right. I remember talking to my mother and my mom said, um, do you want me to come? And I said, yes, mommy. Well, I don't call her mommy mm-hmm. since I was a child. And so that told her right there, something is wrong with my child. Right. right. And so she got on a plane with my sister, came to Japan. And I don't remember her being there, literally. Wow. I don't. To this day, I don't remember. Um, and, and, and so they sent me from Okinawa to mainland Japan. And they were like, well, you're going to be in this cot, in this medical plane, military plane. And they stacked these cots up in this plane. And I was like, absolutely not. Right. You, not me. I don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> I'm sitting right there in that chair. Well, I'm a mental patient. Right. right. I mean, how, how much can you trust a mental patient? Mm-hmm. So they're mm-hmm. like, well, we're going to sit you here, but we're going to strap you in. I said, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. You're not me on no gurney. You're not doing none of that. Cause I don't know who you think I am, but I'm not that. Right. And so that was a, that was a process and, and it continued even after I was, so I was medically discharged long story short. Right, um, right. And then, you know, coming here back to, they were like, you know, sending me right back to California. And I wasn't, I, I mean, I ran away from mom's house because either I was going to kill her. She was going to kill me. We wasn't good together. Yeah. Y'all were going through it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the struggle is real when you have a teenage girl, you know, trying to come into our own. And I always was headstrong, you know, and so it was like there was some conflict there that I didn't want to indulge in because I was I, I was I've always been in church. And, right. you know, scripture is real. Honor your mother and father. So your days may be long. That's real to me. Right. But also the same thing as far as, you know, when your mother and father forsake you, the Lord will take you up. So I knew both sides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't identify with my mom. I identified with my biological dad who who has now given up his parental rights. Right. Right. So you yeah. So you were gone. So what what was it that brought you through or started to bring you through? that journey like what was the click what was the epiphany what was the revelation um you know it got harder before it got better yeah and that often what happens along the journey I think for me it was um it was going to um because I wasn't working I was going to I volunteered at my church I went to bible school for maybe a year um that brought some clarity some sanity um, I separated myself from everybody that was toxic in my life. That was a big, mm. I moved to Sacramento. Right. Um, and then I went to school. I found social work by happenstance. Really? Um, well, I, hold on. I definitely want to talk about that. <laughs> I want to talk about the happenstance because honestly, this really is, um, 
you know, Shatay is going to give us our faithful moment today. But one of the things I want to say is that you listen to this person's story or you listen to the backstory of like a, a Steve Jobs or, <laughs> um, you know, one of the artists without the ears. I'm not really good with that. Um, but you listen to these stories and these people and these stories and who they were prior to the purpose now couldn't right. be any further from like day and night right like right, these people right. there's no way that they were doing this and yet here they are doing it so I definitely <laughs> I want to talk about the happenstance when we come back I definitely need to hear that so we're here at faith and fashion 360 make sure you're following me at faith and fashion 360 the radio show and we're going to give you some information on how you can connect with Shatea after tonight's show get into some music and we'll be right back it's your boy Jay in the building Funk Nation recordings, Jam Studios, DJ Rome. <laughs> let's go, let's do this. Eastside Brooklyn all day. Of my savage shirt, real quick, that I designed. Young entrepreneur. Already uh, know what we came here to do. Huh. Gotta do what? Gotta stay conscious. What is on me? They watching. Looking for a chance to kill me. They could've stopped me. Flow so sick. These jokers, they trying to copy. Waiting for the thief for somebody to try and block me. Gotta stay conscious. What is on me? They watching. Looking for a chance to kill me. They couldn't stop me. Flow so sick. These jokers, they trying to copy. Waiting for the thief for somebody to try and block me. Trying to put hate on money, but it go right past me. Call me translucent. We talk on money, then I got you on your very fluid. Suppressing expectations, make a record, stay flawless. Something you cannot. Do, even if you tried your hardest I'm staying low, gotta get a money, I'm undercover Making my dream a reality, only thing that matters All these lyrics I run them, ain't nobody dinner for me These jokers I could be talking, but they don't got no purpose Yes, I'm a mission, but I got too many inhibitions Can't trust nobody up in the corner, they're evil lurking Checking every nook and cranny, make sure that I'm secure Ain't nobody taking my life except the Lord Almighty These artists dying, cause they ain't living where they be rapping They talking mess to people, not knowing about what could happen Cause when somebody challenge them to see if it is real they pulling guns out real quick, but don't know how to shoot them. Another one gone, but ain't no sympathy for me. You brought it on yourself. You think I'm a weak rapper, but well, you've been misinformed. And I catch them off guard when they hear me say, Gotta stay conscious. What is on me? They watching. Looking for a chance to kill me. They couldn't stop me. Flow so sick. These jokers, they trying to copy. Waiting for the thief for somebody to try and block me. Gotta stay conscious. What is on me? They watching. Looking for a chance to kill me. They couldn't stop me. Flow so sick. These jokers, they trying to copy. Waiting for the thief for somebody to try and block me. Love gospel music, Christian hip hop, rhythm and praise. Then Funk Nation Radio is the way to go all day. Hey, this is your girl, Marette Brown Clark. I like this show. You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 with my girl, Brianna.
Some call him Jehovah. Some call him Yahweh. Some call him Adonai. But we lift our eyes to heaven and call him.
it's your girl Jacinth Headlam, actress and author of Love After. And guess what? You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 featuring my girl Brianna Afosu. Love you, girl. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Afosu, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. Now, Shatea just gave me like this super powerful testimony. And I didn't even get to hear like the whole, <laughs> but like she gave me this super powerful testimony. And then she said that she found social work by happenstance. And I could not believe that because <laughs> if you meet Shatea and you look at Shatea, there's no way that you couldn't tell me that this was a social worker, that this was a nurturer, that this was somebody you needed to just kind of sit on their couch. Um, But she's telling me this story and it really just um, motivated me just a little bit further because sometimes the thing that is meant to happen for us is the thing that God really set down in us is the thing that we're running away from, is the thing that we're ashamed of, is the thing that we don't want to talk about. Um, Mm -hmm. So please, please tell me how the happenstance (laughs) happened because I need I need to know. (laughs) so I was I was actually with department so I had the GI Bill you talked about the persistence what kept me going to school well I had GI Bill and you could only use it for 10 years after you've left the military so that was kicking me in my butt that was driving me I can't take the credit for that and I I told you it took me nine years so I was almost at my 10th year um, right, I right. Lose, before <laughs> I was going to lose the all, that, 11th all, that money, hour. <laughs> all that money was not going to be lost on my watch. And so um, I walked. So after the um, GI Bill, there's another benefit called uh, Department of Rehab Rehabilitation. And so if you are um, a veteran, you can tap into more resources education wise. And so I had a meeting with them at this office. I don't even know where it is now, but, um, they were like, well, you know, you don't have a problem getting a job. So maybe, maybe not now. And so in that same complex, I walked into this office and I said, what kind of people work here? That was my question. And they were like, oh, okay, well, what are you doing now? And I'm like, well, I'm thinking about getting into sociology, but I, you know, I don't really know. And she, so she said, social workers work here. And I said, what is that? And she said, well, this is what I'll do. I'll send you um, Sacramento State University um, catalog, and it will show you the difference between sociology and social work. And it has listed in that catalog uh, classes. And I said, well, that's real nice of you. She did it, actually, actually did it. And I looked at the classes in social work, and I said, yeah, this is, this is all me. You talk, and I took classes, you know, poverty and homelessness, um, victimless crimes. That spoke volumes to me. I want to know what that's about. That's, that's who I am. I'm not sociology at all. Uh, I was sitting in a desk, you know, I was working, you know, the, the, the state level. And so I said, this is my path. And that's why I chose social work. And I did my bachelor's and my master's in social work. And I just walked into the office and said, what kind of people work here? You talk about your steps, your steps being ordered. <laughs> and so the, it's Damn crazy, that. right? That's, that's crazy. <laughs> like, it is it is awesomely crazy, but it actually happens in, in the best life. way. Yeah, that's I'm I'm so glad life. I'm glad you walked into that office. Who work here? Yeah. I want it changed I my life. Here. Absolutely. Yeah. My life. Sure. So you said 
what, um, where did it click for me? And it was in school um, because they would always say, we're going to do a case study. So bring a client in mind and we're going to go through these exercises. Well, they didn't know that I was using myself. Right. You like, you're me. me. <laughs> I was using my trauma as the case example, you know, childhood trauma, you know, life trauma, dating trauma, whatever you want to call it. That's what I was using. To, and I was using those exercises in class on myself. And that was my first form of therapy. Wow. On yourself, that, essentially, that, right? Like, yeah, essentially you were performing the therapy on yourself. And I mean, I think that that's, whew, that is powerful. That is so powerful. And I can't wait to continue to hear your story. Um, please tell us um, where we can connect with you, um, as well as like any kind of resources that you have, um, you know, for somebody who may still be kind of in the thick of their struggle with mental health. Um, yeah, definitely. Let's, let's talk about this. So I'm, I'm kind of everywhere. Um, I just recently changed my business name. Um, but I kept, the essence of, you know, the description. And so I am now Peaceful Therapy Services. I can be found um, on Facebook. Um, it's basically just my name at the end of the whole uh, facebook.com, Shatea, S-H-A-T-A-Y-I-A, period, Baker, B-A-K-E-R. And on, you know, I haven't figured out now that I've changed my name on IG, how it actually shows up. Cause like I said, I'm not me and technology, you know, we're not the best, but we're going to get y'all acquainted sis. Cause I, we need you, <laughs> we need you online. I need you to be on Instagram or TikTok, making I'm some there. videos on how to keep my life yeah. together. Your voice just makes me um, <laughs> relax and people definitely need you on social media. So I will commit myself to helping you get it together because I, I need it. I need it when I'm scrolling down the thing and it starts <laughs> to get a little mindless on Instagram. I need you to stop me in my tracks, but, but please, please continue. Right. continue. <laughs> so um, you can, so it's either under Shatea underscore Baker or Peaceful Therapy Service Inc. Um, my website is is actually my name. So it's www.shateabaker.com. And so that's going to be changing soon. But from what I understand, when it does change, it will still, people can type in either or. Um, um, so I'm switching between that. Um, I might go into therapy dash, I mean, peaceful dash therapy.com um, soon. So, I mean, if you know how to spell my name, Shatea Baker, S-H-A-T-A-Y-I-A, Baker, um, B-A-K-E-R, Google me, trust me, I will be, I'm not hiding um, because I, I'm, we are looking for us um, in mental health spaces. And so I want to be found. I'm actually being credentialed with um, insurance providers right now. Um, Blue Shield, Kaiser, Anthem, um, Blue Cross, um, so that I can be a resource in the community. Um, and not all my clients are Black at all, um, by any means, but I'm out here because it's actually Suicide Awareness Month right now. What? Um, it is. I, wow. 
Let me it is. Y'all. And as much <laughs> as I sit here and I talk about men, I didn't know that. I did not yeah. know that. So this this episode is dedicated to anybody who, God forbid, you were just counting yourself out and you felt like giving up. This is this is the information you need. So I will make sure that I go ahead, make sure you guys are following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show, that I post all of Shatea's current uh, contact information. When it changes, I will go through and I will edit the comment for whatever it, it turns out to be. So we're not going to worry about it either way because they're going to be able to, to connect with you for sure. I'll change it and rechange it and change it some more. And I do want to give a, a couple of resources. Um, psychologytoday.com is where every mental health provider should be as far as looking. And it's a national uh, thing where you can go on there and look for a therapist. They have profiles. They have their expertise listed. They have their prices listed. You know, that's always a resource. Um, they even list if they take insurances. Um, so that's always a resource. Um there are, there are new uh, crisis lines. So there's a text crisis line, 741-741. If you're finding yourself struggling with life, mental health, suicidal thoughts, you can simply text 741-741. They have, a new one was just started and that's 988. Um, that's the phone number like 911. And so yes, people can yes, call that, 988 that I, mm-hmm. and get resources that way. And so anything that you need, you know, even if people contact me, you know, I am now getting ready to create a national list of people that I know and trust that I vetted them, whether they're in California or anywhere, that if you need resources, I can link you up to somebody in your state. And so that's what I'm in the process of creating, um, similar to what I've been accustomed to in church settings. Now I want to create it now for mental health settings. Woo. Listen, I love it. Thank you so much for the information. For someone who may not have had it coming straight from a professional's mouth, um, Shatea, one one last thing. If you could go ahead and end us off in our faithful moment. So you guys know here at Faith and Fashion 360, I like to provide you with a faithful moment. So that's a quote, that's an anecdote, that's a scripture. That's just something to get you going into the rest of your week. So typically if I have a guest, I have them do the faithful moment um, because it's always nice to hear other perspective, uh, a scripture that we might not have, for, you know, that we might've forgot somebody else's take from it um, and just a different voice. So Shatea is going to provide us with our faithful moment for the evening. Shatea, what do you got? This is, this is going to blow your socks off right here. And I'm going to wait to give you where it's at until after I read it to you. It says great peace have those who love your law and nothing causes them to stumble that sounds okay. 119 all right because i was processing, <laughs> was processing. you want to can you read that one more time can you yes. read that for me one more time great peace have those who love your law and nothing causes them to stumble that is psalms 119 165 new king james version now, this is, you know, I like that scripture, but see, I, I also hear in my mind somebody saying, what if I am stumbling? 
your stumble is not a stumble in God's eye. It's a part of the process. Mm. And, and mm. this one is a, right. Hold on, <laughs> this one I just looked up today. Um, and I love this in the amplified version. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in his promises. That is uh, Romans 15, 13 amplified um, version. And I love that so much because it, it, it is saying, where should our confidence be? At the very end of that, it says in his promises. I don't have confidence in my experience, my education, because that comes and goes. I may, you know, have a moment of depression and I fight every day, you know, to get out of the bed, to make impact in the lives of my clients. That's why I get out of bed. That's what gets me up. But what if I, what if I'm like, mm, I ain't feeling it today? Well, my confidence has to rely in his promises alone. You're listening to Funk Nation Radio, WTFS-DB in Freemansburg, Pennsylvania and Hempstead, New York.
She got the faith and she got the psychology too. So, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you in good hands. You are absolutely in good hands. I am going to make sure again, make sure you're following me so that you can go ahead and connect with Shatea Baker. Um, I, first of all, hold on one last thing. Now this yeah. is, the, I think this is the last thing. I don't know. <laughs> And may, listen, maybe I, I need y'all to just hit my comments when I post that this episode is airing. Y'all need to tell me if we need to take it back because I, <laughs> I don't think that this time really did it justice. Um, you have a book. You yes. have a book out. Um, and I was trying to snatch it from you, Abijo, and it just didn't work <laughs> out for me. Please tell me about the book before we end off. I love this um, book. Um, It was all about legacy for me. Um, It talks about discovering, aligning, realigning if necessary, and solidifying your identity. And so I tell a little bit of my story as a teenager and when I started feeling depressed and how I tried to fit in and couldn't fit in um, all the way from elementary school on up. And so um, it's a workbook, though. That's That's the beauty of it is that it has reflective questions after each chapter, after each segment. And it's a really quick, short, easy read. Um, But those reflective questions is where you do your work. Um, As a social worker, I often tell my clients, you know, part of my 
part of who I am is social and part of me is work. And so my clients, my, in my, in the daytime job, my, at the psych hospital, I say, what does that mean? And then they can almost together say, that means we got to do the work. Yeah. You got to do the work. <laughs> it's, Amen. A, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's the workbook um, that anyone can read. If the struggle is with self-esteem, identity, positive um, regard towards oneself. And so in the, in the, I saved the scripture. I try, I, try, I didn't, you know, I try to be universal uh, so that I could, uh, it can apply to all people, but you know, you cannot solidify from, in my opinion, your identity without knowing who, who, and how you were created. And so I talk about the, the word of God says, declare a thing and it shall be so. And so I had to do affirmations. I have to do declarations and I couldn't do it without that scripture. Um, and so that is at the very end of the book, you can create your own affirmations. I do give some uh, ideas and samples of affirmations um, that could be useful in a young girl's life. And it is called Just As I Am. It can be found on Amazon, uh, which is awesome. I do have another site that people can find the book at because, you know, Amazon likes to take their own cut before they send you yours. And so that is... Lynn, it's just real stink, honestly. It's like, <laughs> And you know, we work hard on these things. We work yes. hard. This is a brand new, brand new book. I just released it in February of this year. And so it's Shatea, Shatea, um, S-H-A-T-A-Y-I-A dash Baker dot square, S-Q-U-A-R-E dot site, S-I-T-E. And so that way you can do, you. and I love that site because you can do afterpay. So I've had people Ooh, order yes. more than one pay ministry, that afterpay ministry, boy. I love it. Man. And you know, so you can books and do a payment plan basically mm-hmm. with afterpay. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much to Taya for being here at Faith and Fashion 360. Um, I am looking forward to continuing to know you and connect with you and prayerfully somebody listening um, has the motivation they need to continue to carry on and connect with you as well. Thank you so, so much. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed myself. Yes, I'm glad. You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown, where feet may fail. And there I find you in the mystery, in oceans deep, my faith will stand.
this space My world needs you right now My world needs you Brittany Raji Alberti, also known as the Marketing Midwife. You are listening to Faith and Fashion 360 only on FunkNationRadio.com. Can't stop, won't stop. Where the brakes at? I give them that ditty bop. Like, take that, take that, take that, take that. I'ma put in work. I'ma do that ASAP. Throw my faith in rap. But it's say don't say that, huh? What I'ma turn down for? I feel like Shaq and 9-4. Breaking glass in that backboard. I like Kobe and Toronto, huh? Dropping 81. Yo, I dropped the 88. Ricky Bobby, shake and bake. Sleeping on it, should've stayed awake, huh? Everybody make mistakes like VJs. Run, say my name, it's Minio. Stay with me, Minio. Okay, great. Two bucks high, base stakes. Risk it all, I take the hate. It's the winning team. Get the Gatorade. My guy good, but he's not safe, nah. They try to shut us down and it ain't gon' slide Only thing I'm there is God and he on my side That's the confidence of God cause he got me That's why I really feel like you can't stop me Like Kendrick, never be the rapper rock got from Hendrix. Top ten alive, you will never be mentioned. Why I ain't so high? What's about the trenches? Plus, you a Christian, Andy. They will never listen, Andy. Plus, we a pigment, Andy. <laughs> you don't got skill, you a gimmick, Andy. Well, if I listen to you and everything you put in my ear, I be living like what a shut up, coulda. I be paralyzed by fear. Huh? Ain't that the truth? If I quit, the only way I lose, I got two choices. When I do this, make moves or make excuses. Huh? If you know who I'm talking about, then you got me. My biggest enemy is me, and even I can't stop me. They try to shut us down, and it ain't gon' slide. Only thing I fear is God, and He on my side. That's the confidence of God, cause He got me. That's why I really feel like you can't stop me. That's all you got. Stop needing, you'll never stop. 
All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosel, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Shatea and I were finished. We were done interviewing. Like We were, it was over. And then we were just having a conversation now after, um, you know, we just kind of wrapped. And she's continuing to talk to me, and it is something that I really just think um, people need to hear. So you were, and again, as much as you're comfortable now, but you know, you were talking about your release from your current workplace and we got into this whole discussion about just kind of the, <laughs> the politics behind, uh, you know, mental health therapy and mental health services and things like that. Um, and you were talking about how you just received a write-up. Mm-hmm. Um, t- tell me, tell us a little bit about that. So in, in hospitals, you know, they're 24 seven, uh, they have this clock in clock out system. Well, if you clock out a minute late, that's a write up technically. And so there was a time where everybody was getting wrote up. <laughs> so I don't know what happened before that, but all of a sudden you know, everybody, <laughs> everybody needs to be wrote, wrote up that weekend. Well, some people quit as a result of that. Oh yeah. And, uh-huh. and I was like, you know, and, and I've done this a couple of times in my life. I'm like, well, the Lord ain't told me to go nowhere, but I'm going to sign you a little <laughs> paper right here and, and move on. Right. Um, and then, so that's how, that's how I roll. And so I signed a little paper and I move on. And so, but, so that was one right up like a couple months ago. And so I wasn't phased by that. Hey, it was an honest mistake. I didn't really think about it. It is what it is. So this particular write-up that just happened recently, this is now a two-page write-up. You know, oh, you didn't text me when you were going to be late. Um, You said this when I didn't say it. So, you know, I'm going to do my little rebuttal. Um, But it was, and and, and so this was a two-page write-up about everything that they say I'm, I have done wrong up until that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we asked for a status on how far behind you are in your case notes. You didn't give it to me on this, 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 this day. And it was just like, well, okay, I'll take it. Uh, and, and I, you know, I had to bring correction. I said, I didn't say that. I said, you know, what's not reflected are the days that I stayed when my uncle died. My right. uncle died. Of course. I, I stayed at work. That's not reflected. And isn't that, and isn't that interesting in, in a place <laughs> where self-care is supposed to be like right. paramount? Like we right, get into right. it and then it just becomes so corporate. Like it just becomes, it is. It, it's not, it's not woke anymore. Like it's not what um, we portray it to be on the television when we're talking about therapy and we're talking about, I spoke to my therapist and I call my therapist um, for the <laughs> therapist and for the people. Right. Um, and specifically right. for you as a faith based, like you're, you, you're a woman of God. Um, so how did that work for you? Cause you, you spoke a little bit about like kind of the first write up where you, um, you had on, um, you had on like a, a shirt that had a saying or a scripture on it. Cause we were yes. talking about the faith Shanice tease. Um, <sighs> and somebody had what, what was it? Religious, religious trauma. Religious trauma is a real thing. People who have been hurt in church um, and you can be faith-based or have left the church and now become agnostic or atheist. Mm -hmm. And so, but in the space of therapy and I have to create a safe space 
it's offensive to a person who doesn't feel safe in church for now to be presented with a scripture from the therapist. Which has got to be like, it's triggering for, for them. You. But it's got to be, oh, I can only imagine, but it's got, so that's got to be tough, right? Because I'm sure that you and I can admit that the church has hurt us some too, right? Like we might've been to a church, we might've been to a place that, that made us really like question whether Mm -hmm. or not God, but like this, there's no way, there's no way he, he was in that. So I'm I'm sure we can both acknowledge that there has been, um, some significant church hurt. How do you, how do you get them to see that 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 is not the full picture it's not my place really mm-hmm. okay. um you know what, and maybe what, not even so maybe not even like in a faith way so you know not even right. necessarily telling them that you're a christian or anything like that but have you been you know um around a patient or had a patient who's having this religious trauma um or mm-hmm. and they knew maybe that you were a christian and you guys were still mm-hmm. able to have a relationship like a well, good working it, in that situation, you know, because after that, uh, there was a really toxic uh, thing that happened in the group setting um, and I wasn't able to fix it. And so I was blamed for creating that type of environment. Um, and what she did, and, and this, this was the statement. Um, oh God, I almost don't want to say it verbatim, but basically um, because you have to, the, the Bible says become all things to all people that you may win some. And so you have to, wisdom is paramount. And so for that particular person who was identified as a person of color and LGBTQ. And so I, I had no idea before that write-up or that grievance, that was a grievance um, that that was even a thing. I had no idea that religious trauma was real um, for people um, of, in the LGBT community. I didn't know. And so, I mean, it's obvious, but I, it, it just, I didn't put the two to, and two together because I've also met religious people who do identify as LGBTQ. And so I didn't make the, com- the connection in that setting. And so as a result of that grievance, I could no longer wear Christian t-shirts, which was is honestly half of my <laughs> wardrobe. And so then it was like, okay, well, I'm going to wear the earrings that say blessed or the, the bracelet that has a cross on it. But then it was like, you know what? It, that's external, um, you can call it paraphernalia if you want, has no bearings on who I am as a person. And so God began to really educate me on how to be in the world and not of the world, okay? So what I do now is I ask before, you know, like some of my patients have um, faith-based they're so spiritually grounded. And so I ask permission. Is any is anybody is everybody okay if I just really kind of speak to what, you know, that may something that may help her or him? I get permission. I ask permission. Um, other times I tell people, you know what, I tell you, we tell you stay in your strength. Use your strength as much as possible so that you can get confident in who you are as a person. My strength is spirituality. It's my faith. So I can't turn that off. That's just who I am. But I make them aware of that in that light. Right. Other people, right. and there's been some poems that I found on my hard drive. And so knowing that that's a thing, what I do, what I did recently was I, I, I copied it for those who are religious. And then I took, I, I did white out on places where it had God in it. And so I said, who wants a religious one? Who wants a non-religious one? 
Mm. And, and so that's wisdom. Right. It right. says wisdom is the principal thing. And so they're still being able to be inspired and encouraged according to whatever they believe. But if I am trying to win them with the love of God, because he says they'll know us by our love, then right. I have to be willing to take that extra step to I make got. you feel comfortable enough to say who is, and then eventually, and my hope is to, for them to say, who is this God that you say you serve? Yep. That's the, right. that's all the end result that I want. But in those settings, they may not have that, or they may have religious trauma. And so I've had to really, really sit under the guidance of the Holy Spirit and, and, and figure this thing out as I go. Because there were times where we would talk about things like forgiveness. And I say, yeah, I know there has some religious connotations. So, you know, you could tune out if you want. And so I, I give space for that. I provide space for that. This is my thank you to you. This is my thank you to you. And all of the things I've been through. All of the things I've been through. This is my thank you to you. This is my thank you to you. Let's get it. Let it shine, I paint nobody no mind Cause when I was down and out, you came through And when I had nobody else, I had you So know that when I fall, you fall too Know that when I fly, you fly too And know that when we swag, we swag out Haters hitting, they can't till they pass out Look, this square peg that's trying to fit around hope Trying to turn gas shoes into home sweet home With my best against the wall, I had no one Father, you held me, you called me your own Thank you to you. This is my thank you to you. See all of the things I've been through. All of the things I've been through. See this is my thank you to you. This is my thank you to you. See all of the things I've been through. Hey. This is my thank you. My. So secure Because of your love 